Hey, y'all. Welcome back to episode 23 of Manly Musings podcast, or we could just call it the Jordan episode. Um, but we're not talking about Michael Jordan tonight. We are going to be talking about what's happening this, you know, in the next month or so. March Madness. It's starting this starting this week. Yeah, I've got the NIT on behind me tonight. If you're watching the YouTube channel, you can see that it's uh, Oklahoma versus Missouri State. Missouri State is getting their butts whooped. Um, but this is a fun time of year, especially if you're into college basketball or if you're into basketball at all. This is just a fun time. Um, Kevin and I are going to be walking through the brackets. Uh, we'll discuss what we think is going to happen, where things are going to go how potentially there's the upsets that always happen. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where we're going to start tonight and go from there. Um, and we'll see how this rolls out at this point. Uh, also, if you listen to last week's episode, please a uh, huge shout out to Andrew, uh, our new producer, that yes. episode shout out to Andrew, man. Killing that, it. That episode was easily one of the best. Uh, that music and everything that he added in um is fantastic. Watch the YouTube channel too. Um, the opening pay, opening credit or so is just our logo with the way, ways you can follow us on Instagram, on uh, Apple Podcasts, and all these different things. So take a listen when you have a moment, but Let's get this ball rolling. Uh, again, start with our weekly sports update like we usually do. Biggest one, which I'm kind of annoyed by and all this. I think 95% of people are annoyed by this. Tom Brady coming back out two nights ago and saying, I'm unretiring. I need to be- I belong on the football field, blah, blah, blah. I'm- Kevin, you already know my thoughts, so I'll give it to you. <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I've been talking to people about it. Like, did you guys think this would have happened? And I think deep down, a lot of us really didn't feel that he was done yet. Yeah. He just came off of a Super Bowl winning team. If you really think about it, if he had his team full strength, they definitely could have been a contender this year. Um, They just happened to, unfortunately, weren't able to cover Cooper Cup uh, in the NFC out of semis. So, you know, that ended Tom Brady's, you know, quote unquote career. And I just feel like knowing him and his ego, I just feel like he would not want to go out in that way. So as much as I kind of wish that he would have just retired and like everybody else did, I had a feeling this was going to happen as well. And who knows? I, I, you know, I hope it doesn't go the whole Brett Favre trend where He's just going to completely disintegrate as a player and then finally walks away. But at the same time, you don't know, like these guys that have been playing professional sports for however many years, sometimes they just can't get away from the bug. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see what happens. He's very confident. He's got a hell of an O-line for the, for the Bucks this year. They just he still added, has a majority of his weapons. And they just added Shaq Mason from the Patriots. They traded for him for a fifth rounder. So he got a bolster yeah. offensive line, but he lost one of his better offensive linemen to the Bengals, which is huge. Um, yes. I forgot the name of who yeah, he was. I can't remember either, but I got to say, did I see his coming? More than likely, I think in the back of my mind, I just didn't want to think about it. But I hate when athletes do this. I've always been, if you're done, walk away, just be done. 
Not this, oh, I think I'm done. And then two months later, I have unfinished business. You've won seven Super Bowls. You have every, almost every record in the NFL history. What do you have to prove? What's, what's your unfinished business? That'd be great to know because you have none. You, you've done everything. You've checked every T, all these, everything you've done it. So I think as a, a normal fan, I, I find it very annoying when this happens. Um, and we can go back. We can use Jordan as a great example, too. He retired. You know, at, from the Bulls, came back, which was his own thing because the rumor was that of his gambling issues, that's the end of NBA was like, can you, you need to step away for a little bit, whatever you want to believe that. And then he retired again and then came back and played for the Wizards. A little awkward, a little weird. He definitely like, retired like three times, technically. To, oh, yeah, he did. Because he, he, Yeah, after really, the first three, Pete played baseball in Birmingham, mm-hmm. then you know, another three, and then he retired again. And then in 2000, when he played for the Wizards for a couple of years. Yeah, that's true. So I just, if this is it, like, if you want to play till you're 45, okay, play till you're 45, and then please just be done. I, I, I hate the fact that he left the team in limbo for two months. So now the team has to try to figure out what they're doing. That isn't fair to the team side of the things um so we'll see i hope he loses i hope he falls flat on his face at this point i know there's a lot of fr- my friends that listen are pa- huge patriot fans and huge tom brady fans i do not care what you guys think <laughs> i don't like him i've made that point very relevant throughout all of the our episodes so um but let's we'll jump into something exciting um Kevin, baseball's back. Yes. They, Thank they, goodness. They uh they they got this approved uh what last week. Um so that that's great. April 7th is the start of the opening regular day. season. Yep, opening day. Um a lot of different couple different rules changes. So in the past they've done double headers were set. Um if you had a double header, it was only seven innings for each game. Nope, both games are going to be nine innings. Great. That's fantastic. A universal DH, which is huge. I think that is the best change that they've made. Um, and then. Oh, universal DH. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So I think that makes it it'll be a little bit that. more exciting. You're not having pitchers go up and one, potentially get beamed by a ball, two, get injured in some other fashion, or three, just as a random strikeout or forced walk to get a double play like you lose that part which is fine by me um and then i think the all-star game which is interesting if the all-star game is tied after nine innings they will go into a home run derby to see who wins that's actually dope that is so cool so i think they've made some great changes for the game um the biggest one that i don't like is you can't shift so there's no shifting of the players back and forth like you would all the time. Like would you would see, I would say, if David Ortiz came up, you would shift the infield closer towards the outfield because of potentials of the pop-ups and all of that. No, you're not allowed to do that anymore, which I think takes away from the fun of the game of being very strategic on where you hit and how you hit. But at the end of the day, baseball's back. 
we're going to have our summer sport. So this will be exciting to see. Yes. Thank goodness. They figured it all out. Finally. God took them. I saw a meme. It was Tom Brady was retired for 46 days and it took the MLB 106 days to (laughs) to get through their labor dispute. It's like, Oh God. Um, I don't, Kevin, did you see the next topic? Deshaun Watson. Yes. Deshaun Watson. It'll be very interesting to see what's going to go on. I know there's a lot of talk about him definitely getting out of Houston. Mm-hmm. I think the latest one I heard is New Orleans. Yeah, if, heard- if he were to, if we were to waive his new trade clause, but I mean, Deshaun Watson, he missed the whole year because of all of these allegations he had in which, I guess what did they do? They pretty much said he was not guilty for all of them. Is that what I'm hearing? So he, they had the civil suit, civil lawsuits or whatever was in one courthouse, uh, downtown Houston at uh, the Supreme court or whatever. Um, they f- basically found that there was going to be no criminal charges against him. There wasn't enough evidence showing that there was any criminal activity. So he's acquitted on that end. So there's no ramifications for him jail-wise or anything along those lines. It all boils now down to money. Typically, well, that's you know we learned that in our business law or sports law class. Civil lawsuits typically are gained towards money at this point. So I think there's 22 um, um, people going up against them. So Oh, wow. They're going through all the depositions, are doing all of that. He's remained silent through it all. He, he's pleaded the Fifth Amendment. Uh, that is his right. Um, if he did these things, if he did, like, whatever happens, let's hope the best case scenario for everybody works out uh, at the end of the day. Um, but yeah, he, I've heard the Panthers and the Saints are the two front runners right now. But I read somewhere today that the Falcons could be a potential suitor, uh, like the dark horse uh, um, coming in. So I'll be intrigued. And it's, it's kind of funny that it's all three teams from the NFC South are going. That is true. That is really funny. No one else is touching him. Um, And then of course, NFL right now, free agency started. JC Jackson just got a massive contract, which good for him. I wouldn't yeah. pay him that much. He's he's a really, really good corner. But finding a corner, you can find a lot of them. And as long as they fit a system, that's all that matters at the end of the day. You have former WVU alum and now newly New York Giant offensive lineman that it's that he just signed a big deal with the oh, Giants. Did Mark he really? Lewinsky. Yeah. Wow. He like, I think it's a three year deal. He, he was in, a three year. Yeah. He, he was, was in a free Green agent. Bay, right? No, he was in Indianapolis. Oh, okay. Okay. I know we have a bunch of guys that have gone to Green Bay. So I'm always thinking there. Yeah. Um, I know. I think you might be thinking Rasul Douglas. Rasul. Uh, yeah. But I a, think he should be getting a, he should be getting a good contract because he was killing it for the, the Packers this year. That'd be, I wouldn't, you know what? If I'm a Patriot, you know, as a Patriot fan, I'd be okay with getting Rasul Douglas uh, as a, you know, I would say he's a two, three year stopgap for you. Yeah. Not he's not your long term because he is a little bit older, but he's he is a solid, solid corner. He he would play he, balled out. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I think he, I think I remember last year, he bounced around like three teams and then he went yeah. on this streak of he, just interception, three to two interceptions in a, in a game. He started, sixes. he started the year with the um, Cardinals, was on the mm-hmm. practice squad, then was signed by, I think, I want to say the Bears signed him. To mm-hmm. their, pra- they moved him to their practice squad, and then he went back to care, uh, back to the Cardinals, and then the Packers, like oct- in October, signed him for to their active roster for the rest of the year. Yeah, because I think of all the injuries they had, he went off. Yeah, I think he had six or seven interceptions, two or three pick sixes. Um, so he, he definitely is deserving of a decently sized contract. So we'll see what how that goes. Um, then you got the signing of to your Pittsburgh Steelers, Mitch Trubisky. Um, yeah, yeah, fill, I'll, fill, I'll fill in for now. I'll fill in. You know what? I like him, and I I think a lot of people are down on him because of playing for the Bears. Mm-hmm. You have to remember he was under Matt Nagy for his beginning part of his career not great coaching system i've had friends tell me well he you know all these different things of like he's not the best deep ball threat not this it's like who did he throw to he had alan robinson and for yeah. one year he had cordell patterson Where you, and yeah. that was and then, yeah and then like he didn't have anybody to throw to he really didn't have a good team around him no, an offensive line was trash. Yeah. Um, his running backs were decent, but they got hurt. Mm-hmm. So everything fell on him. I think the year sitting behind Josh Allen is great because they're very much the similar style quarterback where they have the cannon for an arm, but they both can run if needed. I yeah. don't think you really want Mitch Trubisky being your leading rusher like he was for the Bears like two years ago. Yeah, so. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm good with the signing. Because at least if the Steelers wanted to go young, they have a chance like in the future. Because but also Mitch Trubisky is still fairly young as well. Um, I think right now I'm satisfied with that signing because I think what I really like them to focus on when it comes to like the draft, I they need protection up front. Yeah. Like our our offensive line was just getting dismantled. Ben was running for his life on certain plays. They just need to get a little bit younger down there so we can keep up with the, the craziness that's going on in the AFC North right now. Cause Bengals are crushing it. You know, Ravens are competitive and then the Browns are retooling as well. So yeah, hopefully, you know, it's the up and up, but I, I, I think I'm a fan of it as a Steelers fan, just for the standpoint that, you know, I'm looking in the draft that they could focus on what they really need instead of the talk. Oh, is the Steelers going to get a quarterback? Are they going to go with this guy from Liberty? The hell with that. You got a nice quarterback that you can put in right now. Yeah. And let's focus on the offensive line and the rest of our needs. And this wasn't a really good quarterback class either. So stay. I get signing Trubisky is very big because I think there was the residual effect that the giants then went out and signed. Terrell, um, oh my gosh, Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor, thank you to a two year deal. He should be your starting quarterback for the Giants. If I'm the Giants, he and starts. Then, 
And then, and then speaking of, you know, quarterbacks with a T, Teddy Bridgewater is now backing up Tua, Tua. in Miami. Yeah, I think Teddy will. Honestly, if I'm Miami. It's going to be a battle down there. I let that be a complete open competition. And both of them split time perfectly down the middle because I think Teddy is much, much better than Tua. Tua is, in my opinion, not a very good quarterback in the NFL. But okay. he's only been he's been in the league what three years now, so we'll we'll see. Yeah, it's still out. Still young, him. still that's still a lot of time for him to grow. <laughs> and it didn't really help that you know he's in Miami right now, and Miami's kind of eh, Miami's shitty. My, Miami is just trash. <laughs> my, everyone in the AFC East is trash except for the Patriots and the Bills. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, but let's talk about this one. This one is I thought it was awesome because. He is now the winningest coach in NBA history, passing Don Nelson. Mr. Greg Popovich for the San Antonio Spurs. That man, it he's been he's been around in our our entire lifetime. Uh-huh. hundred percent. And with the same team, same yep. fundamental never style left coaching. Um, I just love Pop because of how he talks to the media. Oh, well, especially on the sideline reporters, like when they catch him at ha- coming from halftime. Well, what do you got to do different? We got to shoot better. We got to move the ball. Are we done? And it's just this bluntness, but it's so funny because that's just his personality. He doesn't want to talk to you after a timeout or after a halftime or anything. He's like, I got a coach. I got stuff I got to do. Leave me, like, leave me be. Yeah. I mean, coach pop, a lot of things I think about him, I think of his, epic run-ins with Craig Sager on TNT. Every time they interview, his answers would be one or two words ans- answers. Like yeah. you said, how do you feel about the team's doing? Good. Bad. Yeah. What I are just, you going to do better in the second half? Everything. Everything. Anybody want to highlight in particular? No. All right, coach. Thanks. That's, that's uh, your in the second half. I do love when, you know, rest in peace, uh, to Sager, but when it was like hit near his end and pop actually gave him a full on interview. Cause he knew yeah. it was like near the end of Craig Sager's life at that point. Um, and pop. And then one thing pop always did was make fun of his suits. Cause those suits were bright. Only colorful. one person can pull them off though. Yep. I love Only it. One. I, I love that the NBA still does like a Craig Sager kind of like theme day where everyone wears like a nice suit or a boat, like something colorful. So yeah, I like that. And, um, and with Popovich, I think he's revolutionary as well. You know, he took Becky Hammond as one of the first assistant female assistant head coaches in the NBA, which is, you know, that's a hell of a person to be co-signed by is by Greg Popovich. So, you know, kudos to Popovich for being innovative not caring about gender or whatever he's just talking about you know when i'm not i don't care about gender it's you know they know the game or not and becky hammond knows the game and now she's got a head coach coaching job which is well deserved yep i he just he has jeff definitely changed the way coaching has he's been part of coaching for so long that he has seen it change but has been part of that change and kept it the same, if that makes sense, over the past 40 years. So 
I think that's the biggest thing for, for people to understand. He has not yeah. really changed how he's done things. Um, so Kevin, you are, you're frozen. Uh Oh, so I think we lost Kevin for a second. You know, uh, yeah. Oh, oh, there you oh, go. No, you're good. Oh, no, you're never mind. Back. He's back. You're back. He, your internet connection is unstable. No, it is not computer. My internet is mine. Awful. Mine is fine. Mine is I'm, 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 I'm good on my end. Mine is hundred percent. I don't know why it's unstable. I don't understand. Well, luckily we got that out of the way now. Instead of when we're talking about the the juicy March Madness stuff, it's like we got to go through at least one minor technical difficulty in between like our recording. Yeah, happens. It just, I don't know. My wife might be on our computer or something. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) But all right, let's jump into this. Kevin, I want to say I'm sorry for the loss of the WWE family. I'm assuming that your shirt tonight actually is for him. So it is. Give us a little bit of it a is. show. Of yes. So for for those that know, you guys know I'm a huge wrestling fan. Um, so yesterday, somber notes, um, one of the best to ever do it. A guy, he was known as Razor Ramon. This is the shirt that I am wearing to down to you. To throw back retro of what they did in the 90s. But yes, Razor Ramon, a.k.a. God Hall, passed away yesterday. One of the best uh, fun facts, like one of my first ever matches and exposure to wrestling was a Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels in Summer This guy, he revolutionized the game. He was the reason... Why you had something called the Monday Night Wars with WCW. He's the reason why these wrestlers now are getting paid the amount of money they are because. Sorry, Kevin. Um, Kevin, sorry, I had to switch in to make his money. Sorry, Kevin, start over. Um, So I think I figured out why my Internet was weird. It looks like it connected me to our ex or our other Wi-Fi. Oh my god! Um, so you just need to um, you kind of dropped off at how he got you into wrestling. So I apologize, everybody that's listening to this and watching this <laughs> crap. This is this is just horrible. We need our producer online more often. Yeah, we uh, need Andrew out here. All right, let me know when I should start over. You're good. Start um from where how he got you to be a, like a wrestling fan. Yeah, I mean, he is one of the guys that made you cool and it made it cool to be a bad guy. Um, He's one of those guys. He's the reason why a lot of wrestlers are making the money that they're making now uh, by jumping to WCW and taking a chance on himself. And with their creation of a faction that wrestling nerds know called the New World Order, and they made tons and tons of money down by thanks to Ted Turner. And he was just amazing. He pretty much crushed it. For those that are wrestling fans that are listening, you guys know the history of Scott Hall and his health and his drug abuse. But his real journey that people will remember him by is his resurrection, where he pretty much got himself clean, got himself sober, got inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame in 2014. Uh, One of the original members of what they call the backstage group, The Click. So... Definitely a sad time for anybody that grew up during our younger years. 
Um, pretty much you saw on social media, everybody's shouting out, hey, yo, everywhere. So I had to wear this oozing machismo T-shirt. Thank God it still fits me. This will, Now with him passing, I'm going to make sure I keep this shirt, whether I can wear it or not. But yes, hey, that I, is. I've seen your posts. You've been at the gym, bro. You've been crushing I, it. I'm trying out here. I am definitely trying. And that will be another episode, which we will talk about later. But Merrick, yes. can we go ahead and talk about your hat? It is one of my favorite logos ever. So I love this logo. This logo and the original Toronto Raptors logo mm. are probably my favorite two NBA logos of all time. They're just amazing. So this is the Vancouver Grizzlies before yes. they moved to Vancouver Memphis. Grizzlies. Yes. yes. So this, this was your other original Canadian basketball team um, before the Raptors. And I just love the hat. I was actually in North Carolina visiting um, my wife's sister and her family and my nephew um, pointed out the hat and I was like, oh, dope. I'm getting it. And my wife's like, really? You're getting another hat? I'm like, that is one. And I love that. Hat. Loves his hats. And he needed to get that. one. I'm like, this hat I need. I still need to go get the Raptors hat. But like every time I try to find one, it's got like the logo, but then something else on the side or something on the brim. I'm like, I don't want that. I just want the logo. Um so maybe I'll find it this weekend. I, maybe I'll try to find that for next week. But yeah, there you go. One of the best colors, one of the best logos ever. I wish they could. I wish they would just bring back the old school logos so bad because some of these other ones aren't that good. Memphis Grizzlies logo, though, isn't horrible. Mm -hmm. I just think this is much better. I think they will if they get to like some sort of like 30th anniversary or 25 i feel like they should end up doing just a vancouver night and just bring back the old school vancouver grizzlies logo with the old um grizzly bear on the back i know they did something similar when they were in memphis so last year they have their it was like the uh, city editions last year or the throwback editions throwback edition i have it i wore it the other week because they have the raptors had one uh, but theirs was stupid. Theirs was Drake's colors, I think. Or, no, they, no, they, had a, they, had no they did do the purple the one. White, the did, white one. It was yeah, white. They did the purple one. Um, who else did the, the Grizzlies and a few other teams? I think had it. The too. Jazz did it a couple of years ago oh, with the mountain. I have that from Donovan Mitchell. That, that logo is so much better than their new one. That yeah, it's so their new one's crap. Yeah, and then the Hawks semi did it this year. Yeah, that's true. Yes. All right. Well, let's kind of get in the meat of this episode. We're going to talk about March Madness, like we've mentioned, and stop rambling about other sports and yes. March <laughs> and, and all that stuff. March is like my favorite time of year because I love like this time where it's bracket time and it's that time of year where from like Thursday to Saturday for two weeks straight, you have like games going on on like five different channels and you just can just watch basketball all day. Like, I, I'm I so can, excited that I get to do this. I can straight up tell you that I will have my TV on every day this week with a basketball game on. It may, the volume might not be on, but a game will be on because mm -hmm. it's just what you have to do. Yes. It's almost like when even when the Masters are on, I'm not a big golf person, but I have the Masters on. 
I'll watch yeah. the masters. Mm-hmm. And thankfully for me, I have Friday off from work. I don't know how we got the day off. Like my boss told us last week, I was like, cool. Got the day off. I'm going to be doing stuff around the house, but basketball will be on from, I think they started like almost. Like, I think they, the first game usually tips off at like 1230. Eastern yeah, 11, time. 11, 30, 12, 30, something around there. Um, basketball will be on my TV here, my TV downstairs. Any TV that we have in the house will probably Yep, I just got, you know, it's the one year where I have to go figure out where the hell true TV is on my, like, stations. Oh, my so I can find whatever the hell uh, true TV is. So I can at least watch the game on there, at least watch one game on there. That is the worst. I can't believe it. it's on. I... Yeah, TNT, TBS, CBS, and true TV. Yeah, and then it all slowly breaks down to just TNT, CBS. Yep. And then TBS somehow has like the ch- national championship game. And you're going, wait, what? Yeah. The <laughs> day they get the day the national championship gets the true TV, everybody's gonna be like, oh God, I don't, I don't know where the hell that is. Can't no one's gonna be able it. to watch it. Can't Everyone's even gonna, watch it. They're gonna be like, uh, I don't know. Where what am I look what am I looking for? Mm-hmm. Oh God. And it's just so silly that they have it on, but there's so many games. You have yes. to have um, and that, that might be the worst part is you can't watch every single one mm-hmm. unless you're at a bar and you have a, you don't move from the bar. Yeah, literally. And honestly, I'm off all these days except for Saturday, Sunday, but I'm off all Thursday and all Friday. I might be one of those guys that's just at the bar all day. Kevin's going to be a drunk little mess by like eight o'clock. I'm going to call him big. How you Freaking feeling? Can't wait. I've had so much to drink. Like, oh mm-hmm. God, Kevin! West Virginia is not even in any of the tournaments. Why are you, I know. Why are you drinking so much? That's true. Well, that's probably why because it's like I don't have anything to worry actually worry about. No, you drink because we're going to worry. Like you want to make sure you're calm. Yeah, but then like, then if they lose, then you get, then you anger drink. So like, you uh, can just have fun the whole entire time. Okay, I'll give you that. I, I'll agree with that one. <laughs> that 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 one is true. Okay, so. This one's fun. I always like to talk about the last four, you know, the last four in, first four mm-hmm. out. Yeah. First four out still kind of makes no sense to me. Mm-hmm. But the last four in, Kevin, can you kind of run through who they were again? I know you, you the mentioned last before four the started. In, it was Indiana, yep. San Francisco, Notre Dame, and Michigan. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm... It's so funny to think Notre Dame, Indiana, and Michigan are all in Last playing fours. games. I know. Interesting, the, right? These are teams that have always been dominant, and they're having to play in. But Indiana's looked looked good in their conference champion in their conference uh, playoffs, so that that's good for them. Michigan. I don't think they make it that far. I partially <laughs> think they lose in the in their first round game. Um, just that team just doesn't look good. Oh, geez. speaking of Michigan, sorry, this is complete side note. They have the first graduate intern, I believe, uh, first female graduate intern in NCAA and men's college basketball history. Oh, wow, on okay. their staff, yeah. So that's pretty okay. cool. Good, that good is for cool. you. Um, just don't take any fighting lessons from Juwan Howard. <laughs> uh, just don't do that. Yes. But hey, that's fantastic. I'm I'm excited to see what these teams can do. Um 
I'm going to root for the underdog in San Fran. Like they won their conference. Um, so they deserve go. to be in there. I like that. I like that. What are your thoughts on this one, Kevin? Cause this is for last four in. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely strange to see Indiana. Yeah. The, just, the, those are just really big names. Um, and from what I remember reading, like, you know, their schedules were tough. And yeah, I think they, they, they just ones. just might have done enough just to get in. But, you know, I'm really curious to see how these these playing games are going to play out, because depending on who wins them, I think it could be very, very interesting the rest of the way around to see what happens. Because speaking of the playing games, do they start tomorrow? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. I'm bringing up my bracket. So. Oh, okay. Almost at oh geez. I need my friends to finish their brackets. Um, um are you do you do any of these? Like, do you are you in any brackets with friends and stuff? Or uh yeah, I'm gonna be doing one for work. I'm gonna be doing one. I know normally my cousin usually gets in on one, so I'm gonna try and get in on his there. And then yeah, we shall see what happens. I don't think this this whatever matchup I had here, I don't think it's gonna work out. Yeah, that's actually I think gonna be very interesting. But yeah, I'm I I'm actually literally as I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling to finish up my bracket just now. I feel like shall we just like go through like each yeah division? We'll, we'll go through. Um, yeah, let's break it down. So we'll, start we'll, off on the west. We'll we'll toss it, this episode on its head. You know, we're not gonna follow the script tonight, guys. We're 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 done. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're actually, to, to be fair, everyone, we to are actually fair. going to answer all these questions just, you know, yeah, as we go. So, yeah. so, so let's just break it down. Like you said, yeah. um, first game, you know, I'm not going to say that Georgia state is going to beat Gonzaga. We've only had one number 16 team ever beat a number one team. And that was UMBC yeah. East Virginia f- four years ago. Mm-hmm. Gonzaga moves on. The eight nine game is always a toss up. You never really know. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I mean, according gonna... according to my ESPN Plus stats, they're going fifty six percent to go with Boise State, and then forty four percent Memphis. I'm going um, with Penny and Memphis, bro. You're like, going with Memphis. Yeah, I'm I'm Memphis on that one. I think they're they're going to be better. Uh, this and, is my. This is also if you for Penny, like this is like a a really big year for him because he has he has fallen out of the graces of the people in Memphis and he needs like a good year. And I think if they were at least win one game, that would be a good start for him that yeah. he could just revitalize that program over there. Because they were starting to lose faith in them. Well, it doesn't help. I that. have Boise State though, but if, if Penny wins, I'm all about it. It, but like it doesn't help that Wiseman like last year got hurt mm-hmm. and then they find out that there was violations. Mm-hmm. Like he sh- they should have been a, a top five C top five team last year. Mm-hmm. But you lose that, you lose basically your whole team. Um yeah. this is my biggest upset, and this is gonna hurt you. Mm, but I, UConn I... is god awful. They should not be a five seed. <laughs> New Mexico State is going to win that game. I have them winning. All right, let's let's look at this. So 
Let's be honest. I know UConn, they're not the best shooting squad, but they got a lot of fighters on that team, which I appreciate. And then, you know, the Aggies, they have two tough guards that are pretty much their main offense. I think that UConn's going to get by. So I will counter your upset of UConn and New Mexico State and Arkansas and Vermont. I'm taking the Vermont Catamounts. Why? Because you have to at least have one 4-13 and 13 seed like craziness, and I think it's going to come from there. See why I don't know. I can tell I feel you, it in my heart. I Vermont is like somehow you it's either Vermont, UMBC, or Hartford from that conference. That's what you yes. where UNH, where I went to school first, came mm-hmm. from. Um, UNH did make it one year. That was pretty cool. Uh, they got their butts handed to them in the first round, but that's okay. Um it happens. Vermont. It's hit or miss. I'm, I went with Arkansas because Arkansas's strength to schedule is pretty good this year, and they played relatively well throughout the majority of the season. Okay. Um, I see they, they got where you're talking, beat LSU three times, Yeah. Uh, beat Kentucky by two, Tennessee, Auburn. So they pretty much they've beaten have the taken number, like they've beaten the number one teams or like the top five teams in the country throughout the year. Okay, that's something for me to think about then. I, I can come back and change next. So we have Notre Dame and Rutgers, which is the playing game. No one cares about the technical result of that because it's the next game after, but mm-hmm. this one's big. I, it, these are two, it's an ACC team versus a big 10 team. I'm going with whoever wins that playing game to beat Alabama. I don't think Notre Dame is as good as what they've been in the past. Rutgers, I think is get is much better than what they're ranking them. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, they had they played very, very well this year. And I think I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. This is me calling it. If I'm wrong, shout out to me. But I'm gonna go Rutgers beats Notre Dame in mm-hmm. a close game. And I'm gonna take Rutgers in a close game against Alabama. Okay. okay. Yeah, I have stats right now that literally have this matchup as 50% for both of them. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So as much as I wanted to say roll tide, I think one of those big 10 teams are, are going to take it. See, I have Alabama winning. Um, who's is Avery Johnson, the coach down there. Who's the coach down there. It's not Avery Johnson, but I don't remember who it is. It's a crazy little point guard from the NBA years ago. I don't remember. Oh my God. This is I just Google it. Yeah, you just Google Alabama basketball coach. Who is it? It is Nate Oates. Nate Oates, really? I thought who was who was it before that? Because I thought it was somebody else. Because uh, Colin Sexton went there. Sexton, whatever, went there, didn't he? It was somebody else who was the coach. Avery Johnson was the coach when Colin Sexton was there. Okay. That's what I see. That's what I remember is, was that, um, cool. Um, next Montana state, Texas tech, I have Texas tech though. Yeah. Texas, I just, I went Texas tech cause they're a tough team. Yeah. But they're, they played, they've played pretty well. They should have won. Um, 
against who they play. They played Kansas. No, Kansas mm-hmm. played TCU. BC. They played uh, Baylor in the set, in the quarterfinals for the Big Twelve. They should have won. Mm. They just fell apart. Mm. This one's interesting. Michigan State Davidson. I think Michigan State, though they're ranked higher, is one of those teams that's a sleeper for a lot. Always, of they're always, always Tom Izzo's team. Always shows up in March. They know how to play in this type of environment. Um, so I have them moving on. Then yeah. of course, I'm not going to let Duke lose in the first round. Wow. Dang. Tough but out I here. do have Izzo knocking Coach K off. Wow. Okay. Okay. I, I think with the loss to UNC and the fashion that they lost to UNC and Virginia Tech. Mm, so, okay. so many weaknesses in that game mm-hmm. you know you get up and down that court duke isn't meant for that type of basketball they they are half court basketball for the most That's part true so i think izzo knowing how izzo coaches is going to push the tempo and yeah. get that team to move run and gun um after that well, I'll start with Gonzaga over Memphis. I think that's just kind of apparent. Gonzaga is the number one team in the country. I don't see any upsets there. Um, yeah, I feel like, all right, so I think pretty much since we went through the first round, I say. Do you want to just go through the first round or do you want to just no, go? Let's 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 stay in the West and let's just say what, like, who do we think is going to come out of there? Who I think is coming out of there. Um, let's put it, let's do your elite eight for me, the elite eight. So that okay. you have that understanding. Yeah. I have it as Gonzaga versus Texas tech. Now this could change before yes. Thursday, before the first game. Yeah. I actually agree with you. I think it's going to be Zaga versus tech. Cause I think, so what I had, cause I, I was, you know, I've been scrolling I've been reading as we've been chatting. So I think, Oh, hello. What? That's not what I wanted. So I think, Duke will somehow get by Tom Izzo Spartans, but I think with the well-coached team that Texas Tech is, I do see Duke exiting the Sweet 16 uh, by Texas Tech. And then it's going to – I have Zaga versus Texas Tech, and I just think right now, you know, Mark Few – just has a hell of a team right now. He's got a projected number one overall pick. He's got talented veterans. He's got young guys. He's got athletes, shooters, big men. I think he is going to come out of that West division once again. Yeah, I think so too. I don't think granted though, their number one pick is the size of my pinky finger. uh, And literally a strong wind. It might be half your pinky finger. Truthfully. I, I don't know how – I still can't fathom how someone plays basketball at that that height and that body type. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, when they show vi- – I've seen a couple of videos of him and no one – like, he's going up against guys that are big, and I'm like, how are you not bodying him? How – like – I know. But, hey, to, to whatever happens there. Um, all right, let's jump down to the East. This one I think is – I think the East might – the East and the Midwest might be the toughest bracket out of them all. Okay. I think you've got a lot of good teams coming out of it. Yeah. Um, first round Baylor over Norfolk. Yes. Um, I took your Tar Heels. To go I did too. Eight. That that one's going to be tough, but though Marquette had an, a very up and down year. 
They mm. barely beat a University of New Hampshire squad earlier in the year. Oh, um, my goodness. St. Mary's. We all know St. Mary's. I mean, shows up. They always show up. I mean, I did they beat Gonzaga this year? Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, I have UCLA beating Akron. I think UCLA is ranked too low. They should be a top three seed in this tournament, you know, in one of these brackets. Um, the coaching staff is great. The players on that team, majority of them are back from last year's national championship like run uh, mm-hmm. that fell short. Um, the next one, I have Virginia Tech beating Texas. Um, if you're a Texas fan, sorry, but that team looks horrible. Uh, and I say that as a West Virginia fan and mm-hmm. our team was God awful. So and Virginia Tech is coming off of two blowout wins against two of the top teams in the ACC in North Carolina and Duke. So there's that. I have Purdue beating Yale. Mm-hmm. Um, this is my big upset here is San Francisco beating the 20 and O in a row Murray State uh, and then Kentucky moving okay. past St. Peter's. Yeah. I mean, I have mine is very similar. I did make some adjustments. Um, so I definitely, so I, so I took Virginia tech over Texas just because of the way they won in the ACC championship. Like you mentioned before, Merritt, mm-hmm. I have Murray state over San Fran. Um, Cause I just think they're going to be on a roll and I think they'll be easily humbled by the wildcats in the next rounds. Um, but this is a, yeah, like you talked about it. This is going to be a very tough one because I know like in one of my brackets that I filled out, I have St. Mary's going to the sweet 16. Oh, wow. Yeah. But but you know what? I could see that. I could see St. Mary's just pulling off like such a weird upset against UCLA. Um, but the only thing is that like what we come to find out is, you know, UCLA has something that a lot of those teams don't. And they have a lot of experience. And mm. after what the run they did last year, and all those players are back, you know, it's, it's hard for me to put them over. And I actually have UCLA beating Baylor, number one. Oh, wow. Okay. And then they're going to lose a tough game to Kentucky. See, to I, have, I have Virginia Tech making it to the Sweet 16 against Kentucky. Okay. Kentucky moving on. I have Baylor, UCLA. Baylor mm-hmm. moving on. Kentucky right now after, you know, I know they didn't win the SEC um, tournament, but overall, I think they're pretty damn good. Um, and I'm, I've never been a Kentucky fan, but Oscar Sheway is the real deal at this point. He is averaging a double double, and it's not a low double double. It's, it's like twenties and twenties, high double double every game. I have Kentucky moving on to the Final Four over Baylor. Uh, I yeah, I have them going to the Final Four because I just feel like this could possibly be Oscar's coming out party, and you know maybe he moves up the draft ranks. But one thing I want to point out in this East bracket that we didn't really talk about that Purdue team. I don't. Yeah. I think they might be a little overrated. Truthfully, so they they did they were number one seed this year for which they lost sh- the Rutgers. Yep, short time period. 
I do believe they're overrated. They, they didn't even make it that far in the Big Ten tournament, I don't think. Yeah. Um, so I'm even looking at, like, man, could if Virginia Tech goes by, could could they possibly squeeze into the Sweet 16 and beat Purdue? Um, it's just very possible because I feel like Purdue's always been one of those schools that, like, they are ranked very highly. They are thought of very highly. But when it comes down to the numbers, comes down to the games, they completely underwhelm you. Why can't that be like West Virginia? Why can't people just say West Virginia is great, give us right? high numbers, and then we fail? I know. Us playing really well and Ugh. never getting any recognition. The constant is, struggle. I hate that. Um, cool. So it looks like we're in agreement. Coming out of that, coming out of the, the East, we have Kentucky. Kentucky coming yeah. out of there. Yep. All right. South. Next, uh, let's just go to the Midwest. It's right here on my. Oh, screen. Midwest. All right. Let's go Midwest. I got All it. All right. Kansas, easily over Texas yeah. Southern. Or Texas Corpus Christi, whatever the hell those teams from Texas. One of them's going to lose to Kansas. Yeah, whatever. I don't even know. Um, I have Creighton beating San Diego State. Me too. Um, I think that's just Creighton's all, they usually win one game. Uh, in March Madness, and they they usually look pretty good. They're they're always a good shooting team. Um, yeah, big upset here. Richmond Spiders Ooh. over Iowa. Iowa is okay. I think one of the most over ranked teams uh, in the country. Really, I, I I think they're good. Okay, but they lost a lot of depth from last year. And I think Richmond coming off of winning their conference title is going to bring that forward with them. It's like your Murray State team. They're going to continue that ride. I think Richmond can do the same thing. Um, Okay. Next, I have Providence. You know, Mm -hmm. let's go, boys. Let's go, Friars. Um, (laughs) I have Iowa State upsetting LSU. Okay. Um, LSU lost their head coach th- due to some of the scandals that have been going on with the uh, NCAA mm-hmm. and all of that. So he stepped down. I have Wisconsin beating Colgate. No, no surprise there. Miami. Well, you got this whole bracket all yeah, torched this is, up. This is my torched bracket here over USC, um, mainly because how they played in the ACC tournament. They played really well. Granted, BC should have beat them. And BC just messed up in the last like four seconds of the game and allowed a wide open layup mm-hmm. to lose. Uh, and then of course Auburn moving on. Yeah. What okay. about you? So for me, the top two, those top first two games, we are spot on the money. So I have a switching of the upsets. So I'm going. So here's the thing with this bracket. You have South both, Dakota State. Wow. But those understand every year, if you think about the names, they Richmond is one of those names that will always upset. South Dakota State is up Rich there to what? win the game. Richmond, yes, great, <laughs> great movie. I watched. The I just, you know, I just feel like the Jackrabbits. I think, you know, I think they're gonna go down. They're gonna take out Providence because the Providence is down after they lost in the Big East tourney. But you know, and I and I and I get why you're talking about Iowa. But the thing is, Iowa is hot right now. They're hot, and I will tell you. So I'll go through the rest of my first round. I also took Iowa State uh, 11-6. I have Wisconsin. I'm just – I'm going USC just for the fact that they have Isaiah Mobley and he's crushing it right now for the Trojans. Um, as much as I would love to go for the U and Auburn, 
So to combat your Iowa overrated, I mean, I'm just looking at the stats as we've been chatting. This is a very big claim of mine. I think Iowa will go to the Elite Eight. Wow, okay. I have them beating Kansas because, truthfully, I hope they do beat Kansas. I, I, uh, uh, that's that. I think Kansas, I might change my final, my, my vote on two goes to the final four from this bracket. Mm-hmm. But right now, my biggest and the weirdest, the craziest thing is I have Iowa State going to the Sweet 16 against Auburn. Oh, losing, okay. I have them losing to Auburn. I have Providence going to the Sweet 16. I think Providence, though they lost the Big East. They mm-hmm. had a hell of a season. Um, yeah. They've made a huge dip change from just two years ago where they barely won. They're basically the same as BC, not winning any games, not doing any, not doing well at all. To turn around that quickly is huge. Um, so, but I have them losing to Kansas. I think Kansas, after watching them play in, in the Big 12 tournament, they look like a national championship, right? The national championship team. And okay. I hate Kansas. I do not like Bill Self, but I think they are the team that can sit there and comfortably go in against any team in the final four and win. Mm, okay. Because I actually have Auburn coming out of that region. I have Kansas coming out over Auburn. Like I said, that could change after I do a little bit more digging into things and looking at a couple more things. Yeah. Because um, Auburn has had a great season. Um, mm-hmm. The other coach, Bruce Pearl is not coaching them right now either, I don't think. No. He got suspended again. He probably should just quit playing coaching basketball at this point. Seriously. God, what the heck's wrong with worse. All right. So now we've got the South. The right? South. Um, number one seed over 16 seed, which is a playing game. Um, mm-hmm. Bryant versus I don't know who WRS right state, right state. Okay, um, don't care. Yeah, it's a 16 seed. No offense mm-hmm. to them. Um, good luck getting in. Congratulations once you win. Um, but you're going to lose to Zona easily. I have Seton mm-hmm. Hall over TCU. I think I don't see TCU being that good. Mm-hmm. They were average in the Big 12. And to a, a league that really is one of the more dominant leagues. And well, we were God awful. So I can't say much. Um, <laughs> this one is a toss up to me. I think UAB has played phenomenal all year. I'd have, I have Houston moving on. I do as well, but I could, there's a huge case that I could pull, put UAB. Okay. There instead. Um, Illinois over Chattanooga. Michigan beating Colorado State. I think they'll figure their crap out before the tournament starts. I agree. And they'll kind of they they're gonna win one game, which I think saves Juwan Howard or gives Juwan Howard another year after the 2023 season. It might give him that extra year um to move forward with everything. Um Tennessee over Longwood. I, I changed mine because of what your word, what you said. 
I do have Loyola Chicago beating Ohio State. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I hope is that that's uh is that sister? No, that's St. Benedict. That's a different. No, thing. no, you're right. It's it's just it's just is it sister Jean? Yeah, sister Jean. That's yeah. So I I just want to see her in, in the stands, like down the side on the court side and everything. Um yes. Then quietly Villanova and a number two seed. I mm-hmm. Villanova, I haven't heard their names in so long. I know they've just won the Big East. Um, Jim Wright's always got a great team. So yeah, it's he's he's one. He's another one. He's like Tom Izzo, like Jay Wright, Tom Izzo. All those guys have great teams. Like you can, you never know what they could do. They could be out in the first round. Shoot, they can if they get on a hell of a roll, they can make it to the final four. Yep. Um. So for me. I had a lot. This was probably our most similar bracket, literally. I think one for one. Literally, Zona, I went with Seton Hall because I'm from Jersey. Houston has their entire team back from the Final Four last year. So I think that chemistry is going to hold strong. Yeah, It's funny because Illinois, I want to like Illinois, but I don't think I can trust them. They have a great big man in that guy, uh, their point, their point guard's pretty good too because they, yeah, they made guard, a great run last year, except losing to Loyola Chicago. Yeah, they uh, with Kofi Cogburn, the big guy down there in Illinois, he's a hell of a player. So, like, I feel like they should do way better. I have Michigan going over Colorado State, Tennessee, Loyola, Chicago going over Ohio State. I know some people have Ohio State as a sleeper in this tournament, but I think. Loyola Chicago is going to do what they got to do. So that would be for the rumbling ramblers. And I also, as like you said, quietly have Illinois as a two seed. Um, if as I go through the rest of this South brackets, um, I'm going to go. Ah, so this is tough. I, I have a faith that it's going to be Houston and Tennessee to be in the elite eight. Okay. And it's only it's funny because this is pro- I'm probably going to teeter and totter with this. I originally had Houston going on to say that they're going to get back to the final four with that same group mm-hmm. for one last time to try to make a run at the title. Because it pains me to put three SEC teams in the final four like this is football. So it that couldn't that one could easily be one by Tennessee because I know they have a hell of a team but I just don't want to do it fuck it I'm going to put Houston I'm Houston's going to the final four all right so my elite eight is a little different Mm -hmm. I have Arizona and Tennessee ah so so the reason I didn't go Arizona is because I always feel that they're that same big name team like Duke mm -hmm. where they're going to get you they're going to have they got the name the splash the players they have their new head coach True. Um, and he's got them running, you know, very similar system to what the old coach had. But I, I think they are uh, the real deal. You know, they, they've got a great squad. So I think they can make that run. I have them losing to Tennessee. I think Tennessee was easily the best or the second best team in the SEC all year. Mm-hmm. And that is behind Auburn. Auburn was definitely the best team. Um, I think Tennessee was right there too. Um, 
So I have Auburn or I have Tennessee moving on. Um, so our, my final four right now, as we talk about it, is Gonzaga, Kentucky, Tennessee, Kansas. Okay. Um, and mine is Gonzaga, Kentucky, Houston, Auburn. Yeah. So who – all right, so let's go with the first one. Um, that'll be Gonzaga and Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Who is winning that one? Like I said, I think this can be a coming out party for Oscar Shibue with his rebounding ability. And if the rest of those guys on the team can get with it, we'll see Coach Cal back in a championship game. And it's yeah. been a long time since he's been there. Yeah, it's been a it's been a hot minute for him. I'm in the same boat with you on that one. I think they're going to have – Gonzaga's going to have their hands full with the ball handlers that Kentucky has that they always have. If Kentucky can shoot like they're supposed to, mm-hmm. there's no team that can beat that. Um, Oscar Shibway against the beanpole of a human being is going to make the kid look like a, like a toddler. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest. Like the only only thing that could derail them from winning is Oscar because yeah. he gets in foul trouble. And he did that when he was at West Virginia. Mm-hmm. He's a block party, he's a rebounding machine, but the man doesn't know how to keep his hands straight up. He does the whole I'm putting my arms kind of at an angle out over you. That's mm-hmm. foul. So I think that's going to be their biggest issue if, if they don't move on is him. Um, so we, we're both in agreement, though, that Kentucky moves on from that one. All right. Walk through yours. Houston, Auburn. Okay. Who, who do you got? So I'm looking at Houston and Auburn, and I've watched Auburn play, and they have a great squad. And Houston, I know they have the, the, the talent there. I just don't think it's going to be enough for them to get to the title game. So I have it playing out as Auburn taking over that last spot in the championship game. And then I have John Calipari getting his next title win for University of Kentucky. Final score, 70-65. Okay. All right. So I have Kansas versus Tennessee. Okay. Like I said, I think Kansas is the real deal this year. Um, so I have Kansas beating Tennessee going on to the final uh, game against Kentucky. This one was really hard to pick who could win it. Cause I think both teams are out of the 68 that are in there have probably the best chance at winning the mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, again, this is my personal opinion. Everybody don't chastise me for this one. <laughs> Um, but I have Kansas beating Kentucky 87, 83. I think it's going to be a high scoring fair. I think the teams are both going to get out and run and gun. Um, Kansas, if they're, I can't remember the kid's name, but it's, I think he's a senior. If he can get going early, watch out that that game is going to be over real quick, real soon. So, um, like I said, this all these things can change. Kevin and I have already mentioned that, everybody. We could change our thoughts on some of these games before Thursday. Uh, as, long oh, as, yeah. have, as long as you have a bracket in, you know, 
and everyone is part of the bracket challenge on ESPN. If you have a perfect bracket, I think it's a million bucks that you win. Mm-hmm. Um, so no one's ever had one ever. <laughs> the closest there was, I think was like four, like a couple of years ago, someone had the final four all the way up to the final four, right. And then lost in those last two games because of the outcomes. So I've never made it past. I think I've made it past the first round twice. I think that's the, that's the furthest I've ever made it in that challenge is the first round. Like, cool. I got the first round. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Um, hundred percent have, uh, definitely made it through the first round. There was one year I made it to like, are you talking about like overall when it comes to like everybody? Mm-hmm. Um, I think what was it? There was one year I made it to the second round, but Ooh. but it was it was tough. I I got out real quickly. Yep, yep. I've uh it's never been one where you get um that far. Oh yeah. Hmm. Oh. In this group, okay, cool. I gr- I joined the group. All right, cool. I've got. Yeah, it. I, I I joined the group for uh for my for uh for work. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've got my. So I have two of my good friends from Texas. We've been doing a bracket for gosh seven years now. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the longest time, it was just the three of us, and we'd all just do two brackets: the overall score, whoever won, won, just for fun. Um, all of us literally got married this year. You know, I got married for the second time because of COVID. Um, yeah, but we all came to agreement and like, want to get the spouses involved. So, oh my gosh, the spouses are now involved. My wife filled out a bracket last night and she goes, I have no idea what I'm doing. Asking me questions, asking me this. I'm like, that's like the huge fun of filling out a bracket. It's like, normally if all like the losers like me, like do all the research to try to get the perfect bracket. There is no rule to pick the perfect bracket. Like I'll be like I saw it said earlier. For example, Seton Hall, I picked them because they're from Jersey. That's the only that's my logic. That's it. Hey, I'll tell you a story. So it was back when Greg Oden was still mm-hmm. playing at Ohio State. Jeff Green was and Roy Hibbert were at Georgetown, and Florida had Al Horford, Joakim Noah. Um, Green uh, Booker, all all the, the those teams. Yeah, I had a was in a bracket pool. My dad and about thirty or forty other, like thirty other people. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it was a huge bracket. I was in second place going into the final four. I was fourteen, thirteen, maybe fifteen years old, and. I watched as I had Georgetown. George, no, did Ohio State go to the suit? I don't know. Ohio State went to the, uh, the finals against up Florida, and Florida ended up winning. I had Georgetown moving on. If I had picked Ohio State, I would have won. I lost. Oh my gosh! Because I picked uh, Georgetown. 
I picked Ohio State, they, I would have won the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I come to find out that I lost to somebody's wife who picked her teams or her bracket by the colors. Oh, that's the worst. I find that out and I go, you're kidding. My dad's like, no, that's kind of how it happens. I came in second in the whole thing. I won 500 bucks, something like that. Mm -hmm. The overall jackpot was anywhere between, I think it was between 1300 or 1500 bucks. I I missed out on all of that extra money because of those, that one little thing. Um, And it kills me. I was like, you've got to be kidding. Uh, Come on. For me, there was one year where it literally came down. It was, I think it was the year that Kentucky won the the title. And I had pretty much, so I was out until I think when, oh, I forgot the team, but there was one team that pretty much everybody in the group had. And they got eliminated. So I was like the only one left. But because of my mistakes in the first round, I missed the first place prize by like 20 points. So like, I was like, oh my God, I literally could have won this whole thing if I would have just not been so damn adventurous and pick like freaking somebody's like Florida Gulf Coast over like Illinois or something like that. Florida Gulf Coast is holy crap. That, that, that was, was a fun time. Remember that in college? Dunk City. Dunk City. Oh. Yep. yep. All right, Kevin, did we miss anything tonight? Uh, no, I think we honestly, we went through everything March Madness. We had a hell of a March Madness discussion and cool. a lot longer than I thought we were going to. So. Me too. That, that, was, that was long. Um, yes. But I do have a, you know, trivia. Yes, keep doing. I have trivia. Um, sorry, Cyrus is not around to help give the answer right away. <laughs> I know. Seriously, shout out to Cyrus. That was the he, fastest we've ever gotten it to. He knew that real quick. Um, this one might take you a little bit, so I'll give you like a minute to think about the answer to this one. Okay. What team won the first basketball tournament or basketball national championship tournament? Wow. That is... God, I'm not even going to try here. Man, that is a long time. And there's a lot. A lot of teams. Yeah. Am I allowed to get a year at least? Or is that going to give it away? I don't think it'll give it away. Because it's, wow. I'm I'm like looking at the answer right now. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Um. 1939 was when the first oh national God. championship tournament occurred. Uh, so that doesn't help what? you whatsoever. Oh my God. Uh, I'm going to throw a shot in the dark yeah. just because I'm going to let's go. I, I feel like it'd be like an Ivy League, Ivy League school. Let's go with like Yale. No. Okay. They're playing right behind me right now. No way. The Ducks. Really? Yeah. Oregon? In 1939, NCAA basketball tournament involved eight schools playing in single elimination play to determine the NCAA men's basketball division one championship. The Oregon Webfoots, as they were called, 
one went 29 and five on the season and beat Ohio state wow. 46 to 33 to win the national title. That is hilarious. That, but like, I mean, I would have, I wouldn't have known because like 1939, like for real, like, I don't think the rest of the schools that we talked about just now were even in like a real thing. I think like Kentucky and Kansas were real and that the rest were all fake. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yep. Yep. I thought so. Um, good question there, sir. I thought that was a good one. Um, and I literally just found it because I totally spaced to do the trivia part of this whole thing. <laughs> like, oh shit. Because uh, I have to do it like the day, like right before we start. So you don't have time to look up the answer. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know if tr- Kevin will do that. I think Kevin might, might, might try to find the answer on his own. Oh my um, gosh. But that's that's all I've got. Kevin, do you have anything else? No. Uh, next week, we'll figure out what we're going to talk about. But the next week after is the road to WrestleMania. We are bringing the gang back together. You're going to get Cyrus back. You're going to get Leland back. You're going to get Joe Mack from the Moosh Squad podcast back as well. Where we'll talk about, you know, WrestleMania time. And then we're going to go ahead and can do a little continuation of our fantasy promotions because we drafted our champions. Now we need them to face people. So I think it's going to be really fun. It's going to be really exciting. But, yeah, that's all I have. Shall I uh, outro it out? Yeah, just don't screw up like you did last week, okay? You know what's hilarious? I have it all written down in front of me. You did not. I swear to God, it is right here of like notes I'm supposed to say. Oh my God. All right. Look so at you. just because I screwed up terribly last I- episode. First, if you guys want to watch us, check us out on our YouTube at the Manly Music Podcast channel. Make sure you follow the podcast Instagram at the Manly Musings Pod. You can follow Merit at Merit underscore P. Follow yours truly at kquava624 remember we're available to listen to on apple Podcasts at the moment currently waiting on spotify yes coming soon yes so i'm working with andrew i have to basically he's already converted last week's episode into an mp3 um i need him to i have to send him all of the 21 prior to that to convert over to mp3 so hopefully over the next two weeks we'll get onto Spotify and get into like the Google and Apple or into like all the other stuff. So that will be available in, in different fashions. Yes. That would be amazing. Get pretty much get the exposure everywhere. Um, If you guys have seen, you've seen people rocking our manly music and tea. Let us know if y'all want one, feel free to DM us. If you want some stickers, DM us. I think our, I think our stickers are actually really, really cool. I got one on my laptop. Mary, I'm going to have to get some more. I got plenty and, uh, and I'll definitely be ordering more. Um, yeah. If, yes. if you, if you are interested, send Kevin a DM on the podcast um, Instagram. Instagram handle, please just allows us to track everything a little bit better instead of being sent to our personal yes. Instagrams. Um, Cause I, let's be honest, we pay attention to it to a degree, but we'll mm-hmm. probably forget. Yes, so absolutely. That, the mainly musings pod. Yes, so the outro is a little bit longer, but Andrew, you want to go ahead and play the music right now? I want to leave you guys with something that came from my guy, Razor Ramon. Just remember, hard work pays off. 
Your dreams come true. Bad times don't last, but bad guys do. See y'all next week, y'all. We out of here.